Hello, hello. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM. And today's episode is called Don't Look Back. Wow, did you hear that? Did you hear that kid? That was uh, that's quite the song, eh? <laughs> How are you guys doing? Are you enjoying the, uh, the freezing summertime here by the lake, by the shores of Lake Inari? Enjoying is an interesting word. Um, it sure, it sure is freezing. It's definitely freezing. Yes, yes. What a, what a place to uh, to settle down in this time and age. But uh, can you can you please? Uh, oh, by the way, did you, did you notice that kid who was singing? He was having this kind of uh, weird uh, little pieces of wood, just flat pieces of wood to make the music. Like it's pretty uh, pretty fascinating. It's an amazing sound you can make with just pieces of wood. Yeah, right. It is quite uh, quite mind-boggling. But what about you? You guys, I I, I haven't met you guys. You, you guys are just like hanging out, enjoying the sun here, or um, you travelers, you students. Yeah, um, yeah. My my name's Adam Flint. I, I'm a nomad from the the Southern Plains, and I recently arrived in the area um, because I was intrigued to see this whole nomadic gathering that's going on. Um, it's, it seemed like there was a lot of opportunity in the area. I make my living hunting elk. Uh, I, hand skins and, and make jewellery from the bones, this kind of thing. Um, there's plenty of elk around here, so I thought it seems like a cool place to hang out for a while. Amazing, amazing, quite brave. Yeah, my name is, uh, by the way, I haven't introduced myself, my name is Shamstone. I'm also like a tra- tra- traveller, like this, uh, like you said, I, I heard about the nomadic gathering here, so I uh, came with my tribe and all that. You know, it's uh, it's been quite a journey. Um, and what about you? Uh, my name is Carla Rockefeller, and I own most of the land around this lake. Um, so I'm quite interested in uh, people uh, staying here to, you know, so we can help each other out. All right, all right. Oh, cool. Good to good to meet you then. Uh, and you? Uh, yeah, my name is Luca Flintstone. I'm from the tribe of the Wolf Paws. We actually um, we just happened to be here because we followed a herd of reindeers uh, for many moons. And we just ended up here at the lake, and we are we're okay. We're surviving. Uh, we lost a couple members, wolves, uh, quite a bad attack during the night. But um, yeah, but we're here now in this new land, and just see what the opportunity brings. Uh-huh. I'm already. Um, I joined a uh, fishing fishing workshop yesterday. I learned how to make new fishing hooks from different cool. tribes. So that was, that was quite interesting. Cool. Shall we move a bit close to the fire? Uh, I hope it's uh, a bit bit warmer here. 
Very nice. Uh, Thank yes, you so much. Yeah. It's a much, much better place to uh, to huddle around before the next, um, how do you say, next music breaks out somewhere with all these gypsies and nomadic tribes gathering. Um, so yeah, and do you do you also have you also like heard about like this this sort of anti sedentism movement going on? I don't know, Carla. If, if this rings a bell, is it like big in this area? You've been here for a while, right? I've been here for a while. I've been settled here for a while, so it's wow. uh, it's quite upsetting to me um, that this movement is is happening because this is a beautiful area uh, area, and uh, it's just so damaging to the community uh, if people you know are encouraged to move away and to just kind of move around freely hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know what to think about it I mean I've well, I've been with the tribe for a long time and uh, I think as, as a lot of you will understand yeah it's um, it's an interesting situation I never really thought about it I don't have much of an opinion but hey you know it's a nice uh, nice summer's day so yeah I'm, I'm very much um, looking forward to yeah, what the place has got to offer. And does this, this nomadic gathering happen here often, Carla, or is it like uh, this once? I think this so. is the, uh, the the first proper time. I think last year we had um, some uh, some smaller gathering, but this time it's uh, it's the first time that it's quite noticeable in this all area. Right. All right, all right. Cool, 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 cool. I, I have to say, though, I mean, of, of all the places to settle, it is, it is, it's a very beautiful area. I love the lake and the, and the nice sunshine, but, you know, uh, it, is, it is a bit cold, uh, at least for me. <laughs> well, the reindeer and the elk, they like that, and that's what brought me here, so. True, true, I can true. see the appeal. I, I, yeah, I, I, can, I can already say it's, it's a bit of a yummy appeal here, uh, you're talking about. <laughs> true, true. I mean, yeah, we, we, we also had a lot of, um, lot of herding animals, um, what about you, Luca? Are you also like a herding community? You travel um, Yeah, that's the only life I know. And uh, I'm, for me personally, the settling thing seems to be the new, the novel um, movement and new um, development in people's mind because I'm, I'm still confused about it. How you can just lay claim to a land, a land that was made for us by the gods. And uh, I don't think no man can claim, uh, can lay claim to any land. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of my understanding. But it, also, without without having to lay claim, if I wanted to settle, like my opinion would be, should we like stick to areas which are kind of closer to like our body heat? You know, like because we are warm, and then you know, if we are in an area which is around the similar warmth, then I'm guessing we won't be spending as much energy. But hey, I don't know. Uh, but I think there is another. Um, Another song, there's another um, another group like forming around the scene, the tours over there. Like, uh, do you think you go check it out a bit? I heard the Stone Temple Pilots were going to be performing. Is that true? I uh, could well be. Oh. Could well be. Well, I don't I'm know excited. who they are, but uh, I think we should definitely uh, check it out. Let's uh, let's see what they're up to. <laughs> Oh, 
impressive isn't it yeah that's really got me in the mood for a sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about that time i think we, we, we go closer to the uh, to our little fire yeah i think that's, uh, that's a good call you can always come back to this uh to this to this area with the songs um, are happening yeah but yeah did you see like the, the 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 person who was using like an empty earthen pot to make like those hollow sounds like Mm. Glong, glong, mm. glong, glong, sound. He was making, using an earthen pot, like pretty cool. Very skilled. Very skilled. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Quite, uh, quite impressive. Um, but yeah, you were, I, I'm glad you hit upon this, um, this initial point that you mentioned. You know, like, like linking land to like 
to to ownership like um yeah that's uh, yeah i also find it fascinating as as a nomadic person to like uh have this idea of possessiveness um but before we go into like the philosophical talk like do 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 you all are you all aware of what this anti sedentism movement is about is it like um because i heard there were some allegations of like forced sedentarization so like the local school of social sciences and arts in in ari lake settlement said that um what people you know like especially nomadic students can learn a skill but they can't like learn the skill and leave but they have to like stay in settlement and contribute to the community so yeah i think that's probably where the uh the rift comes from i don't know what what you've heard about it so far yeah i mean certainly um personally i feel that this this whole movement to to settle it's about restricting my freedoms and really what it's about it, it's about control and it's about profiting somehow from from people like us and uh, i find it repugnant hmm it's not about control though it's about accountability if you own a piece of land you are uh, way more prone to and way more motivated to take care of it and to leave it uh if you want to resell it right to leave it clean and to leave it looking good whereas if you're just going to go there and go away and move around what keeps you from just you know wreaking havoc and then just leaving with no accountability i hear what you're saying about accountability but this is a, a matter of a, a way of life this is the way that my my ancestors have lived for, for generations for for many moons uh, my my family roamed the plains you know I, i was born and raised in a elk skin papoose carried around by my mother across the the southern plains and i, I don't intend on changing that way of living um because someone like you says that i should settle down I, i'll live the way that i want to live But wouldn't it be a nice feeling to come home somewhere to have a place to to call home and to have a community that is settling around this beautiful lake um to call a second family it's beautiful in my opinion the the whole world is my home well and we certainly have a family <laughs> we certainly have a group of course we need to have we have our tribes that we rely on to survive so um and that is our home our homes are mobile and we own everything that we can carry in our hands and our backs So our home can be everywhere and i have to say that i would say that actually land ownership is way more devastating because i found so many hunting grounds that are now empty um oh yeah no berries left no yeah, yeah. no bears um no wild animals because um we we go there we hunt a couple animals and then we move on and we 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 give the land time to regenerate while the settlers they 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 come and they harvest from the same land over and over again until it's depleted of resources. Yeah, I think that's a good point because one of the things is that indeed like nomadic people also have like well let's say a house it's just like mobile. And um like I I like the idea that they they go to a land um harvest from it and then move on to let the land sort of regenerate. Um but indeed like um, having a society tell uh, that a person shouldn't um like if yeah, indeed like you said earlier on like impeding somebody's uh, freedom of movement i think that's um as when it gets tricky right i mean i i can, i also understand that we we have a lot of trading uh, together so nomad like the nomadic tribes bring goods from different settled and settlements so they can still bring their goods but as long as they're here uh they should i think they should adjust to our way of living and to our way of life because if 
we have this peaceful community uh, with land ownership and it's all regulated and we're all happy and we're all living here peacefully. And you just come in, what gives you the rights to hunt on our grounds, on my grounds specifically? I've worked for this land. I've worked to be able to rent out this land. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. But I think um, there's, uh, there's another group forming like just, just on the, on to, towards the left over there, if you look. Do you guys want to like... Uh, Go check it out. Um, I don't know what they're up to, but I think maybe another performance. Uh, so yeah, I'll, uh, let's let's uh, let's walk towards the place and see uh, see what's going on. I think uh, this this could be something. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's check it out.
gosh, where were they from? I can't even tell. But it was uh, it was obviously a pretty big group. Did you enjoy the music? Yeah, yeah, beautiful. it was quite quite cool. beautiful. Cool, cool, cool. Shall we get back to our uh, our little fire? Because um, I am a bit cold here. Ah, uh, this is much so nicer. Nice. Yes. Yes, now we're talking. Personally, I think I'll be moving back south soon, so I don't have to wear the full mammoth skin anymore. I was going to say, I was going to say, beautiful fur, beautiful fur. Thank you. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And, and you, you, you as well, I love, I love, the, uh, love your, your, your attire. Your, uh, the nomads yeah. look better than the settled folks, though. Very right? colourful, right? Oh, wow, Very where did that come from? <laughs> well, I would agree. I mean, we also exchange more. We travel so many different lands and we learn from all these different people because our minds are more open and we, we are constantly learning as we travel through new lands and meet new people. And we have, tra- we have traditions, though. Like, we have our own traditions, right? Um, if, if your minds are so open, why are your minds not open to accepting the fact that here, things work differently? I can see the advantage of, like, of, of a settled community. I mean, there, there's always, like, for one, is, is food. Food is uh, quite well... Um, I wouldn't say available, but, like, better managed. I mean, that's also one of the reasons why we sort of settled like because it was really it, it, like settling sort of enabled bigger groups and also like it's you, you have like a big army of like uh, people like well equipped to fight like uh, wild animals and mammoths and all these ochres and all those crazy animals those nomads are pretty good at that we've been fighting wild animals for, for years you know I, I can handle an elk i can handle a deer something bigger if necessary. But I see all these people here planting vegetables in the ground and sitting around waiting for them to grow. And that kind of seems a little bit pathetic to me. I would agree. I mean, real men hunt, hunt elk with spears, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd Didn't say, you say you, lose, uh, you lost three people uh, <laughs> while traveling here? I feel like that doesn't sound very safe to me. Well, you know, life is not about being safe. We're, we're free people. And sometimes life comes with risks. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a bit of freedom for safety. He's already in the mood, he said earlier. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear about elk and safety. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said, indeed. Elk and safety. Oh, well, I mean, you take from nature and you also have to give back to nature, right? So that's how we see it. It's an offering to nature. We give some of our weaker individuals uh, back to the nature. And those who are strong, uh, they survive. And they can, um, yeah. It's 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 not easy out there in the world. And as we also kill the we- weakest members of the herd, our herd also gets thinned out over time. Is it going to be your opinion when one of your children is maybe weak or not a strong hunter, and then your child gets sacrificed back to nature? In our community, we take care of each other. We haven't lost a child in many moons because of the strength and the cl- and the way we're so close knit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I see your point, but you know, like there are, I, I know there are some some nomadic communities in my uh, travels that I've met, where they even consider it a uh, bit of an honor to to lose your, um, to have your child as a sacrifice for the for the nomadic community. So I think a lot of the communal sense exists in in both settled and nomadic lifestyles. It's yeah, and our children are way stronger. They don't eat carrots, but. Uh, they learn how to handle knives and stone once they can walk. Uh, women or men, everyone is able to defend themselves and to survive out in the woods. 
And so I think they're way more stronger, actually, than any of your children. I don't think we have to compare children here. Um, I feel personally attacked by that, but <laughs> never the, <laughs> nevertheless, um, at least we have a system that we have infrastructure. We have managed to build up an infrastructure that works. We have schooling. We, I mean, you're going to, you or your, I don't know if you're going to the school here, if, if your members of your tribe are, but we have a schooling system. We have... Uh, ways to take care of people's health and we have to ways to take care of each other and that's simply not possible if you don't choose one spot to 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 build up this infrastructure in yeah i don't know i mean i also feel like you said if it's in one spot then all the um uh, how do you call it? like everything sort of gets um stays in that spot as well right like you said like when we nomads travel it's like you use a spot you move along and of course there's some shit that gets left behind i think what you're thinking about is, is stagnation you know it, yeah if the water doesn't flow it turns green and putrid true 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 that, yeah yeah there, there's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, yeah indeed like a lot of beliefs around the, the green god in the in the uh, in, in the waters in the murky waters i've heard a lot of stories from my grandparents indeed and, and yeah but um yeah all right all right that's an interesting uh, interesting take um but uh you reckon um there's like this there's another group forming somewhere around the corner like are they uh do you reckon they're gonna i certainly they're hope gonna, so they're gonna yeah. break into beautiful music again we might we might want to go over there you know yeah you want to go check it out i think uh, i think we should definitely uh i would love to cool 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 let's uh let's let's, let's move towards them oh they're already starting
was another uh, another fascinating uh, piece of music, right? Oh yeah, that was very different. Um, very interesting. Yeah, another amazing um, nomad performance. I think you'll realize that everything we've seen tonight, all of these amazing musical performances, come from a, a nomadic heritage. You know, you don't see this kind of performance from the settlers here. The, the locals, they they don't have that kind of energy, right? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you, you talked about tradition. Uh, tradition seems like you're stuck. You don't. You're reluctant to change, and you're reluctant to change your culture and to evolve um, musically, and also your whole mindset and your idea about land. Um, so I think that also hinders you on developing amazing, um, you know, music and amazing songs that we have. But why change when the system we have is running perfectly? Why risk it falling out of place and us uh, developing more and more problems when what we have right now is safe and sound and comfortable? Well, you know, I mean, I think it is comfortable, but really what you, you live in almost an illusion because you think that you're managing nature, but one day nature will come back and one day maybe rain will stop falling and then you will be stuck here and you don't know how to move away again and how to survive well we can always move away if a volcano breaks out i once saw the earth spitting fire and we ran away but people that would live there couldn't because they're they're adopted to living only in one place and they can never just leave yeah it's like a strange kind of a mindset for me uh but on on, on a different slightly different note i was also wondering like like you said earlier right like uh, adam adam Flint, you mentioned earlier um about like like nomads sing and settling settlers don't have that many music. I'm pretty sure there are music in in settled communities. Boring. Uh, we have some <laughs> we have some beautiful beautiful mus- musicians, and I don't appreciate you uh, bad mouthing them now that they're not here. I'm 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 sure you have some talented musicians. I'm just saying that I've not seen any of them today. No, but it's uh, fair enough. There is a nomadic festival, but I have to say the nomadic music is so diverse, right? Like settled music, I find sometimes might lack that diversity. It's like very local and it tastes local. But I, on the other hand, I was wondering why do like nomadic people sing while moving? Because they have to sing while they're not moving. They have to sing when they're in their camps and so on. But do you reckon like they sing? You know, like I once saw like this um, a lion chasing a pack of gazelles. But one of the gazelles was like pronking around. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, I've got so much energy. Sort of indicating to the lion that, hey, go for the weaker one. Like, I, I have enough energy to dance. Is it, do you reckon like this is a kind of a signal that the nomadic group is trying to send to say? Well, our songs are stories, uh, stories of our ancestors. And that's how we pass on our knowledge is we keep singing these songs, but we also change them. We also add new um new rhymes to these songs as our history evolves as well beautiful beautiful yeah I, I, yeah in one in, in the previous song we saw this this guy using like this twine of some some plant to make this this stringy instrument to make this beautiful noise and all yeah and, and it's a way of storytelling that's interesting i also thought it was like a way of in uh, signaling or communicating to other tribes that hey we are a bunch of friendly people we just like happily dancing and singing so mean no mean no harm it certainly brings our tribes and our different cultures together, as you can see at a, a festival like today. Um, many of the people here, including myself, are from nomadic cultures, but we can we can share in the music, and this is how we connect with each other. And we don't need to be settled in a single place for for that to be possible. You know, this is True. my argument. True. No, that's an interesting argument. Also, what uh, what Carla Rockefeller said earlier um, about about land ownership, right? Like it also goes towards like um, 
like ownership in general, like like local songs or our music, our land. Uh, and this all seems to be getting more complicated now because there is this shiny new object called metals or something and then people just believe in its value because it's so shiny. And, and yeah, and this in these lands we call it we call them nuggets, and uh, they're they're quite they're quite uh, practical actually because uh, you can value the uh, worth of, for example, a mammoth skin and the worth of a piece of my land and uh, the worth of a carrot we have grown by so and so many nuggets. So yeah. it's kind of a universal thing to be able to trade. Uh, without uh, fighting about yeah how many mammoth skins for this piece of land we don't have that discussion anymore which makes it way more efficient uh, dealing with uh, trading Luca? I'm, I'm very confused by this I think the value of a mammoth is how much people you can warm with its skin and feed uh, with on its meat how many um, how many arrowheads you can build from its its, its uh, bones right and I think the metals I think I find them quite interesting because we can build new weapons from them um, like new arrowheads or also nice. I think they're quite effective, but you're using, you're misusing these for a very weird utility of exchanging value, you say, when you could just swap with one another or just share everything. I don't, I just don't understand. Yeah, like that. we would uh, do trade by exchanging our goods from different settlements, um, bringing it across lands and fields. But how is that, how is that fair? If I, if, if you tell me, yeah, one of your mammoth skins is worth uh, two two of my carrots, and then you tell me one of your mammoth mammoth skins is worth three of my carrots. How am I going to know how many carrots I will need to grow to acquire a mammoth skin? Oh, I'm I'm not saying that 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 uh, trading by exchange is more fair than using nuggets. I'm just saying that using nuggets sort of, in my opinion, um, makes the whole idea of value like very arbitrary it makes it even more arbitrary um, because you would generally trade only things that you need now with nuggets you can um, like we saw with this kind of anti-sedent how do you call it this this uh, forced sedentarization movement where some nomadic people who don't have goods to to exchange um, yeah are being told that oh your, edu your, your, your education is valued at this many nuggets and then they have to pay it back somehow so it's a bit, 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 yeah, a bit confusing for me. <laughs> well, I just think you should stop growing carrots and start hunting mammoth. To be honest, that would solve your problem. Where would you get your vitamins from? Just uh, from the mammoth uh, meat? From what well, is berries you found in the woods? Berries and mushrooms. That we have plenty of knowledge, of course. What to eat and which ones are poisonous? I'm sure you probably don't have that kind of knowledge. We have the knowledge what to grow and what not to grow, and the things we're not growing, we don't need to concern ourselves with. That's how we. <laughs> That's how we deal with that. We don't grow poisonous things, so we don't have to worry about poisonous things because we're a safe community. Hmm. Yeah, I see that a lot of uh, the community is very, very caring about each other. I mean, a lot, lot like in nomadic communities. Although, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I frankly have no opinion, but it's, it's all a very interesting, um, interesting conversation that you're, uh, we're having right here. My opinion is that these guys are missing out on some tasty mushrooms. They absolutely are. I have to say, I mean, whatever you go locally, the thing is, after a few years, I'm going to be bored. I'll, I'll be like, oh, I, 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 I want to travel a bit south, you know, like to some sunnier areas, see what else is there to taste. Yeah, uh, no, for example, though, like, um, I personally am not a hunter and I'm not necessarily a gatherer. We can see that. My... 
my strengths lie in organization and I like taking care of my land. So if you take that away from me, if you if you say, oh, yeah, any settlement is bad and we don't need to uh, we don't need to have like land as a property, then I have nothing to give to my community. And you're taking away my, my whole purpose that honestly, like, why would you why would you even insinuate that our community is working in the way that is working and I have my place in it as well? All I'm saying is I'm very skeptical that whoever is creating these little nuggets of metal, which I see no value in whatsoever, is, as Sham said, applying an arbitrary value to them. So I know how much my elk skins are worth. I know what I can trade it for. Who are you to tell me that it's worth an entirely different value just because you made up a figure that ma apparently matches the worth of this piece of metal? It's... Yeah, it's very sort of, suspicious uh, to me. Sort of, sort of formalizes that that arbitrariness. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. It's an interesting phenomenon. Uh, some people call it the the Earth's. How do you call it? I, I, I've heard things like the the shining devil from the Earth, and I've also heard about people say things like, "What comes from the ground should stay in the ground." You know, not carrots, of course, but hey, who knows? You know, one of these days it could become a thing. Um, but I think there are like uh, there's some people here who are uh, might, who might be starting a little song. Should we go check it out? Of course. Yeah, I think it's uh, it could be a good one. A tu calo chiricoro, li già mangi mroli loro, li già li già mrarognatke, hoi son pamo auschwitzate, auschwitzate bare boca, a soteja la menane. Ani odako termaro, hey o bachari li bachtalo. Yai odakalo chiri kloro, ni jal mange mroli loro. Ni jal ni jal mrarom nyake, hoi me besham. Ushvitsate, ya ushvitsate bare boka, ani yame na nesoha, ya ni yudakuter maru ya, ubaharis bivakta alu, ya sarmiyek farkere java. Le bacharis murdarava, sar me yek farkere java, yoy, le bacharis murdarava, ya la 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 Wow, that was a that was a painful song. I felt. What do you guys, what do you guys think about the song? You liked it? Quite emotional. No? Yeah, there was a certain sadness about it. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, nice voice though. I liked it. But indeed, did you, did you understand a word of uh, what 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 they were singing? I, I didn't. I have no clue. What Very language. strange language they were singing mm. in. Well, one of the things I was wondering as well, right? Like when it comes to languages, because uh, when I came to the settlement, people like I've been here for now a few uh, few months already, and but you know you hear people saying things like, um, "Have you have you learned like our language? Have you learned the language of the settlement? Do you plan to like improve?" Um, the, 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 your understanding of our language I, this is a weird concept to me I'm like if you want to improve a language just improve your language uh, why involve me in it <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, to me also very. I, I feel that I, you know like the way you go to settlement is that people just speak that language and I feel they don't like expand their linguistic uh or um, how do you call it their linguistic skills whereas for a nomadic person like you, you go and you learn different languages from different sides of the world and sort of I think language evolves we let like being nomadic sort of lets language evolve more than being settled uh, would you agree with that or well personally I would say that you know I've only arrived in the area recently um and I don't plan on necessarily staying for that long. I can communicate with people here at this gathering as much as I need to. And in the settlement here, you know, I only need to be able to carry out simple transactions uh, to, for example, exchange an elk skin for a chicken or something like that. Um, so you only need a few basic words or, or gestures to do this kind of thing. You know, I can do a little chicken dance with my elbows and they will understand exactly what I mean. So I don't feel like I need to learn this local language. Uh, I don't see why it's necessary. True. I mean, also trading with settlers from different settlements, I also feel that I think knowing local languages are useful, but then how many local languages can can a person learn, eh? If you're going from A to B to C. But yeah, did you have something to say? Well, I mean, I've traveled much and I'm a man of many tongues, but um, at the same time, I just know how to communicate with people, uh, a lot just physically through gestures uh, to get the basic things that I um, need or that need to be communicated, especially if you meet another group in the middle of the forest and you want to communicate. Are you going to attack each other? Are you going to stay peaceful, right? Sometimes these situations can be quite stressful. But I did, um, and everyone is usually fine, but only these settlements are the places where people suddenly demand that you speak their language and they're not so friendly towards you if you don't speak their language. They, they want you to, to learn their language and they don't want to learn a bit of your language. So Yeah, yeah it's a bit, um, bit one-sided argument. Although, uh, maybe... Uh, uh, Sorry, I forgot. Car Carla Rockefeller. Yeah. Rockefeller, uh, yes, thank you. Maybe maybe you may agree with this, that I also feel that when settlers have one language, they are already uh, across like the linguistic barrier. So they, are, they have very good communication among each other. I believe that... They're able to form larger groups. Yes, within my settlement, de definitely we have very good communication because we all know, you know, we all know one language that is spoken around these parts i do what you said i do appreciate you learning at least a couple of words if you're not intending on staying which you know i don't approve of but if you're not intending on staying here at least adjusting a little bit because it is difficult for us and especially for the not so learned folk to uh to uh, to adjust and to learn 
tens and dozens of languages of people that might be coming into the settlement like that's just not possible for us and we're settled here we live here so why would we adjust to people that might want to visit us you're our guests so please also you know if we're being friendly to you please also try to try to accommodate us it's mm. it's um, an interesting point i i also feel in my 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 opinion like you said earlier about the food right like the food and health like i feel it all goes hand in hand like first of all having this extremely vast knowledge of uh, of mushroom picking you know i think that that really helps because mushroom go, grows everywhere um but also the general way in which like the environment would affect our bodies is that it could could that be like terrible like if we settle in the wrong place could it have like uh, consequences or health wise if you just in work could you like develop um some kind of uh, body reaction to like because you eat the same food all the time i mean if you adjust like i feel like as um as humans we can adjust to certain environments that's what we're all about and as long as long as we stay within our community and we decide to settle down in a place for example right now it is quite cold here but we we learned how to make fire so right. we can stay and 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 all those beautiful uh, beautiful fur you've got uh, yeah looks looks really nice and fancy True, true. Well, but uh, although, like you said, I have to agree that the nomadics have uh, have quite some colorful clothing. It's so so diverse. But I think the the the, the diversity extends also to to the linguistics and uh, and the food and so on. But and, indeed, yeah. And definitely also to kind of preserve our because if we all start speaking a nomadic language, what's going to be left of our language and of our culture that is behind this language that tends to be forgotten by nomadics just waltzing in here expecting us to adjust to them and honestly that makes me that makes me not just mad that makes me sad and i i try to by for example renting out some of my some of my lands al- across the lake i um s- some uh, students of the nomadic arts school live there and um i try to i try to make sure that some of them are only for students who speak the language of the con- of of the of, of the lake the language of the lake that's what it's called because um i want to preserve it and i want to have a part in preserving it so if you're not from here at least learn the language if you can't speak the language you can't live on my property oh that's interesting because in 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 the way i was like say um, you know like uh, sort of brought up within codes in the within the nomadic lifestyle we feel that language is 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 only a tool to use to communicate like there's no we don't have any particular uh sentiments to us preserving a certain language uh yeah i think another problem is that in our language there is no word for property because the concept doesn't exist so i think there would be another problem communicating with you because you it, it seems to me you just live in such a different world that learning your language would be of no utility to us really because it's just it's just so, such a strange world view that you have um and that's why maybe why a lot of students didn't even understand what why they have to give you something for the land which you know belongs to no one or everyone mm. but then if you're not even trying to understand our world view and not even trying to accommodate our needs as well then why would you want to be here well i mean look there there are i have been to settlements where they they sort of revere uh, nomadic people like they go when 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 nomadic tribes enter the whole village is like wow the nomads are here you know they're bringing all the goods from distant lands and i've been to settlements where they see the nom- nomadic people as 
pariahs. They're not allowed to enter into the into the inner compounds of the settlements. You know, you have to stay outside, uh, around the edges of the city of, of the settlement. You know, where where all the wild animals roam. So I think there are there are mixed opinions about um, about about nomads and also about settlers, because you know, there are both sides of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, I, and any concluding thoughts? I mean, uh, in in my opinion, I feel yeah. Uh, uh, I think a semi-nomadic life is is pretty chill. Uh, settling might have advantages, but I'm not fully convinced, and definitely not in in on the banks of this. Like, I'm no 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 personal offense. Uh, really nice to meet you as well. Uh, oh, I I don't believe that you mean that, but thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably definitely come back to the lake uh, when 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 it is a bit warmer, if it ever gets a bit warmer. Uh, but yeah, P- personally, from from my point of view. I'm happy to to visit the settlement here. I'm happy to spend time here. I see a lot of opportunity for myself. Um, I will continue to exercise my right to uh, to hunt the elk here and my right to bear a spear, which is fundamental to to my way of life. Um, but I won't be forced to settle down, and I won't allow anyone to tell me that I should settle down and and join in this way of life. Um, I'm happy to to trade and barter with the locals here. But then I'll move on and go back down south where the sun shines a little bit more. Yeah, I think it's going to be the same for me. I'll just um, see wherever the reindeers take me. But I think for me or my tribe, it will also be down south, especially when the winter comes. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to be here when the winter comes. And uh, I think you might be a little jealous when, 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 when it will be just many dark nights, very cold nights, and... Um, I will be somewhere in the sunny uh, wetlands or in the southern plains. Maybe I join you. That sounds very interesting to me. You're welcome anytime. Yeah. While you guys are bonding, I would just like to say that no nights are dark and no nights are cold if you are with a community that supports you. And uh, therefore, I stand with my belief that I am happy to have settled and I'm happy with my place in this community and I'm happy to be helping to preserve this culture and this language and it makes me, it worries me, uh, you nomads coming in here. I, I appreciate your culture, I appreciate the music that we've listened to tonight, but it worries me that you think you can just waltz in here with your culture and your language and make us adjust and make us kill our own our own traditions and I will not stand for that. So. Interesting. I, yeah, this is, yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I've seen this sentiment. A lot of settlers there are very, um, very defensive about about the whole settling process. But I think um, I think I think we will listen to this one last song, and then I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the nomads down yeah. south as well. The winter is here; it's, it's fast approaching. We will need a couple of months to go down. So um, yeah, it was a nice trip. Thank you, thank you so much. It was really nice meeting you all. And um, yeah, I think we should. Uh, go towards this this uh, this person is i think beginning a song here shall we we shall one more no bad song <laughs> <laughs> Hay un pájaro negro 
Yeah. 